Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete. Hello. This is our sister show to Cut to the Ball, where we bring you the weekly world of the weird as we found on the World Wide Web this week. Well done. Thank you. Me. I'm better on room, aren't I? I was going to say, <laughs> you can tell he's not drinking beer now, because he's, o- he's only, what, second pint of rum in? Normally <laughs> not pint like... of rum. <laughs> <laughs> rum and coke. <laughs> a pint of rum. <laughs> not a Royal Navy sailor in the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, normally after six or seven beers, by now, that would have been a bit of a... Well, 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 well. Never. Seen the previous 290 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's not proof. <laughs> Where are we going to start? Follow us on Facebook at Cutting for the Bull in the Post Through the Apocalypse, Spotify and SoundCloud, Cutting for the Bull in the PTA, and YouTube is Apocalypse Bull. Right, what's first up? What have we got? Ghost tells Haunted Hunter to drink bottle of whiskey. Right. Okay. You hear this ghost tell him? Yeah. If a ghost tells you to do something, you do it. Unfortunately for a ghost hunter on Haunted, he was left chucking whiskey. In a clip from the TV show on social media, one of the hunters, Billy, claims a paranormal spirit claims him to help himself to a drink on the table. They want me to drink another whiskey, dude. That's a weird impulse, he tells his friends. That's funny. This ghost has been telling me to smoke this joint. (laughs) (laughs) Have you got like a a marijuana godmother? (laughs) He pulls out a crack pipe next and says, Yeah, "Yeah, the ghost's telling me to take some crack. What can you do? Mm. The ghost tells you to do something, you've got to do it, apparently. (laughs) Is it a ghost because voices in my head that that's the problem? <laughs> it's the onset of psychosis. <laughs> Potentially. Yeah, that's pretty much all there is. This this ghost hunter's been told to drink whiskey. So he does. So, so he, he gets drunk. Well, apparently, well, yeah, I presume he does. I'd have just carried on at that point. So most people get drunk when they drink whiskey, I suppose. Yeah. Depends yeah. how much Spirits you drink. turning into drink spirits. So this is a nothing article, really. It completely is. Was that, was that it? Like, that, that was it? I do like that, you know, it shows the absurdity of ghost hunting on TV. And, well, let's face it, we, we, it's it's Halloween season, so it's kind of relative. Mm. I'd have brought it if the, the shot glass was, like, coming towards him across the table. <laughs> yeah. What if you did the whole Ouija board with a shot glass? Yeah. <laughs> with filled with whiskey? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It would have been a bit more believable, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's the absurdity of television ghost hunting, people. What a load of bollocks. Yeah, a load of bollocks. He just wanted to get drunk, but he's blaming the ghost for his own alcohol problems. Yeah. Which, you know, is a valid option, should you have a drinking problem. Blame the ghosts. You do. <laughs> Man can't go abroad as his surname is too rude for the passport. Kennedy Kennard... Changed his surname legally for a joke, but it seems to have backfired for him as he was unable to get a passport. Uh, Why? Because he's changed his name. He's changed his name by deed, Paul, to Foo Kennard. Foo Kennard. Foo Kennard? Yeah. So his name is now Kenny Foo Kennard. (laughs) (laughs) He did it for a laugh a few years ago. Former squaddy. Sounds like squaddy humour. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you'd have been dared to do that, wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've known lots of cunts, though. They've all got passports. (laughs) (laughs) I'd imagine that was probably his nickname in the army or something like fucking hard. Mm. Or fuck Kennard, one of the two. 
The supermarket worker from Bude, Cornwall, has contested HM Passport Office's verdict three times, but the Home Office has refused to budge. Keen traveller Kenny said he doesn't want to change his name again, so faces a life of UK holidays and said, Oh God, change your name. <laughs> change your fucking name immediately. <laughs> He's going to be a fucking holiday in caravans yeah. in real for the next 50 years. He managed to get a driving licence. That was accepted. Because if you read it through Kennard, it's not really, you know... It's just bullshit, that is. It's so it's it's it? Why they... it? That's crap, that. Give him a fucking passport, man. Who gives, who gives a shit? <laughs> it's not like he runs around the... Walks around constantly shouting his name. I just don't get what. Well, fuck off. Just give him a passport. <laughs> yeah, Ridiculous. Where's he from? Cornwall. They are a bit fans, funny down there, aren't he did, they? When he first joined the army, he changed his name to Coco Kenny. <laughs> when he was 16, sorry. And he joined the army, he was told to change it back. That's like telling Mike Hunt he can't get a fucking passport, isn't it? I guess it is. Just because it sounds like. Yeah. What it sounds like. But does anyone get called Mike Hunt? I bet there's a Mike Hunt out there. But apparently there are names that may cause outrage or offence and are classed as unacceptable and not fit for a passport. They include the use of swear words, sexually explicit references, inappropriate religious connotation, vulgar, offensive or libelous to an individual, make use of a name, person, living or dead, which may cause <laughs> <a> concern. <laughs> And they're even keeping his 94 quid. Uh, <laughs> Bastard. So, I, I just... That's just censorship. Oh, fuck's sake, the neighbour's moving his fucking living room around again. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, and also, if you do hear load bangs in the background, we're not under attack. It is, in fact, just fireworks. It's that time of year in the oh, UK. Yeah. Well, it's wrong, isn't it? You can't do that, surely. Can't deny the man his name. He was daft, didn't it? So, pub fine thousands for offering women free drinks based on their bra size. What are they doing, Claire? What are they doing? Get getting us at least a pint each. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, I'm like bringing the tits to the party. They are. Your catch, your new catch. Yeah, they're going to bring the tits to the party. So, an Australian pub has been fined three thousand eight hundred and ninety-seven dollars, around two thousand quid, after an attempt to light-hearted promo campaign that went down like a warm beer. The wool if shed it's Australian, it probably is warm. Warm it? beer. The wool shed in Hindley in Adelaide offered punters free drinks in exchange for their bras and, and t- telling them, the bigger the better. So you have to, you have to bring the bra in with the size mm. on it, I should imagine, and then, what, do you hang it up on the way in, get your points and take it on the way out, or...? Oh, they do it by size, wouldn't you? So, like, maybe a, a D cup gets you a couple of beers. Well, suffice to say, the authorities didn't see the funny side of this and the venue was deemed to have violated South Australians' general code of practice. Gender-based promotions, including those that objectify people, are not only out of line with community expectations but are a breach of the code, the Liquor and Gambling Commission, Dini Sello said in a statement shared with the Daily Mail on Monday. Terribly misogynistic, (laughs) eh, Claire? What gets me right is it's fine to have hooters and all these kind of places, yeah? Yeah. And assuming that it wasn't, if you're a woman, you have to take your bra off at the front, but don't worry, we'll give you a couple of free drinks depending how big your tits are. It wasn't like that. It was a bit of a a tongue-in-cheek thing 
Come on, girls, come you on down. If you're, your bra, have you? if, if you're brave you enough, own, you yeah. could bring a second bra, but, couldn't you? But even then, even if it was remove your bra under your thing and you hang it up on the thing, if you were brave enough to do that and you felt, yeah, I'd go there, get a few free drinks and get the girls kind of out a little bit, you know. Is that how women think? Is it get the girls out a bit? Well, I wouldn't mind five pints for one of my bras. Exactly. Because I'm an E cup, you gotta get a pint per per cup size, you see. So we'd be all right, lads. Drinks are on me. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, any of these girls that go in there, they're doing it fucking willingly. Let them. Who gives a shit? Come on! Well, social media has been flooded with angry comments about the misogynistic and offensive campaign. Uh, someone said it was a terrible idea from the get-go. Whoever came up with it and then allowed it to be shared should be in big trouble. Seriously inappropriate stuff. I guess we come from an age of page three girls. Like, yeah. How would you feel if it was changed and brought to cod piece? <laughs> cod piece? We don't have cod pieces though. Well, you just buy the biggest one you could and take it in, wouldn't you? Yeah, this is my spare one. <laughs> Your socks. Yeah. Or a glove. <laughs> oh, dear. I don't know. I mean, times have changed, guys. Yeah, it ain't the eighties anymore. No, I know. But things have. I mean, I don't. I don't, personally, like, no one's forced to take part in it. That's what I mean. But at the same time, times have changed. I'm a child of the 80s. What they should have done... Uh, in the early 90s. It's it's just... You, know, you can't do it. That's it. They it's, should have included something for men as well. Yes, they, they should, should have, have done something for both. Piece. Well, I don't know. Men... <laughs> cricket box. It's in Australia. Men Every bring your boxes box. in. Oh, I thought it was only really like discriminating against the little titty women. Well, it is as well, isn't it? I suppose it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a valid point. Make like women with small boobs feel inadequate yeah, they can only get exactly. one drink. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. not a good thing, really, is it? That's no. How oh, come she gets five free drinks? Yeah. Well, because she's well endowed. It's yeah. not my fault. She's yeah. had an operation. They're not even real. Yeah, it seems like the thing measures out dicks. Claire, you got a ten inch. You still get... want my five points, really. <laughs> For every two inches, you get that's a, you you get a three pint. <laughs> oh, yeah. You measure your cock. Measure your... Yeah, I it is. It isn't in the right time for that. No, it's not. I know. But actually, I, I was just more transfixed, transfixed with the fact we were all going to get beer each than <laughs> than like, oh, yeah, it's a bit discriminatory against. Like, if you got an A cup, you get a beer. Yeah, I don't want my D cup, you get five. I don't want like my balls put into a caliper to decide how many, <laughs> how many drinks I should get. <laughs> yeah, should we move on? Yeah. This is yours, Ben. Oh, God, this is fucking terrible. <laughs> this is like fucking Hannibal Lecter shit. No. Gynecologist mutilated his virgin wife's vagina with scissors because he was unable to have sex with her on their honeymoon. The 54-year-old medic is facing trial in Germany. His 35-year-old wife had only recently married before travelling to a luxury hotel in Dubai in April 2019. So the trial, I'm assuming, has just happened. Yeah. yeah. But once in the hotel room, he failed to have sex with her and in a furious rage allegedly blamed her and decided to operate to solve the problem himself. What? insane is that? Oy, you know, this guy being a doctor should know there's a thing called Viagra. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's... 
he might not have failed himself to have sex. Maybe her, she, her, he has. Her, yeah, he's failed to get it up. I oh, he's failed to get it up. Yeah, he's blamed her for it. So I thought that, well, the way that you were reading it, I was he thinking couldn't he couldn't get couldn't it in the get it hole. In maybe. maybe the hole was a little bit too. Oh, I guess virgin, wasn't she? So yeah, yeah maybe. that's what I'm reading from that. Yeah, I'm not reading okay. it. He's, well, he really is. I, I read it as failed to have sex. So I assume yeah, failed. He, he couldn't get it in, could he? Because it yeah. was a bit tight. She's a fucking thirty-five-year-old virgin, man. When he allegedly grabbed a pair of scissors and pierced his terrified wife's hymen and cut part of it away. Jesus. Oh. Brunschwig District Court in Lower Saxony, Germany, was told his wife had kept the savage attack a secret because her husband had threatened to divorce her and because of the risk of being ostracised by their families. The gynaecologist and his wife both come from migrant families who were born in Germany. She told the police that she continued to keep it a secret for four years but were finally deciding to reveal details of the horrific attack to the police. Oh my God. Prosecutors have charged medic with mutilation of female genitalia and grievous bodily harm. The trial set to begin on the 6th of November this year. So, yeah, I hope he gets fucking sent down. That's terrible, isn't it? Terrific, isn't it? Yeah. Terrific attack. And what's going to be said about that, really, is it? No. It's, it's quite a shocking one, isn't it? Yeah. Doing that to your wife? Jesus. Well, if he's a gynecologist, yeah, he's going to... Well, fair enough, he's going to know what the issue is, potentially. But it doesn't mean that... You know, you do that, you're just going to be like, oh, I totally understand, I'm a gynaecologist, we can well, get this sorted. That should have been his first reaction, yeah. though. Yeah. Like, don't worry, me. don't worry, I'm a gynaecologist. Let me get my scissors. <laughs> you know, like, That's I, not the I, next I, sentence I, you wanted to hear. The, 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 the lady guard that is my fucking my expertise. Yeah. I should know what, how it works. I couldn't be a gynaecologist, though. <laughs> Why? Well, you know, the good and the bad. What, can you see a blue waffle? <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly. It was that, but, you know, if you, if you, you know, elbow deep in it all day. You're not going to be, want to be elbow deep in it at night. Is that what you're saying? Maybe, man? I'm just saying. Elbow deep. <laughs> they <laughs> cows. Hey, no wonder you flunked at a medical school. No wonder you flunked <laughs> yeah, you were trying to be a midwife as well, weren't you? Fuck, you know. No wonder you failed. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm just saying, it's you know. What's this? What's this? You didn't give me tonsils, you bastard. I love the you know, I, I love the women's form and everything, but I mean, having it all day, every day. You know what I mean? No, I don't think I could get sick of it to be honest. <laughs> right. I don't know. You but you're not having, you're no, not having no. hot women. Yeah, no, it's not no. Hot women, it's is it? all shapes, sizes, yeah. ages. Yeah. And, and mostly you're going to be dealing with problems that are going to be like off-putting. Mm, yeah. This is, this is a very misogynistic conversation. It's not. It's a medical No, because I mean, I mean, if we were women, say, we'd be talking about dongs, and being somebody specialises in, <laughs> in dongs is also going to see some horrible shit. Claire, would you specialise in dongs? Is there a dong doctor? I bet there is. There's going to be, there's going to be someone who specialises in the penis. Sexual health. Yeah. So, and I'd imagine they see some... I'd imagine the sexual health people see some pretty fucking horrible sights, wouldn't they? Like, that's nothing anymore. That's just a stub. Mate, when I was becoming a medic in the forces, I remember in the toilet, one of the lads that was like, just, I can't can't remember what he was, but he knew I was medic kind of thing, and he he stood next to me and 
and the trough having a piss. And he goes, oh, Mitch, Mitch, any ideas what this is? <laughs> no. like, oh, for uh. fuck's sake. Mm. So, mate, you need to go see a fucking doctor. I, I, I ain't a doctor that deals with anything like that. <laughs> like, do not fucking show me that shit. <laughs> and honestly, so they just think they think because you got medic on that little badge in your arm, you can fix anything. I ain't fixing that. Fucking uh, hell! It's a little bit more discreet, isn't it? Going to your oppo over. No, going, I know. Going down the medi bay. And I understand why he did it, but it was just like mush for fuck's sake. <laughs> I can give his nickname because no one would know who he is. <laughs> it wasn't less of my old mates actually listen to this, so they might know who it is. Well, or it was a navy and it was just standard way of life for you guys, SOPs. <laughs> show each other your penises. Wow. It's a lonely on a submarine, isn't it? That was yeah. in Keogh Barracks, that was. was it? Yeah, it was in Keogh Barracks, I think. I thought, you know what? Even I've been a first aider at work, everyone thinks you're a fucking doctor. I know yeah, exactly where is, you're coming from. It is a similar thing, very you know, much. I, so. I had some bloke collar me once in the toilet. <laughs> but he said, I was washing my hands on the way out, so I wasn't pissing. <laughs> and he goes, You're a first aider, aren't you? I said, Yeah. Can you have a look at my foot? I said, Well, did you injure it here? He said, No, it just, you know, feels a bit. I'm limping a bit. I'm like, Mate, I'm a doctor. I'm not going to diagnose you. I can go and patch, see a doctor. I can yeah. patch up a yeah. cut. <laughs> Suitably. Go and see a fucking top. Perform an emergency tracheotomy, but that's about it. I can do that, but whether I want to do it or not is a different matter. I was told not to. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're going to get litigation. Sued. Yeah. It's also. You live, you're going to get sued. It's also been a fucking long time since I practiced it and I've never done it for real. So probably best going to steer clear of that one. Yeah. Should we move on? Yeah. Mysterious fairy circles are increasing across the world and scientists are baffled. Are the fae returning? What's a fairy circle when, when they're at home? We did an episode on fairies. We did two episodes on fairies, didn't we? Yeah. Something that'll grass melons and flowers on there. No, 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 no. little polka dot here. Oh, we have ones in the UK. They're just little rings of flowers and they're yeah. fairy circles for us, don't they? Like... Mm. Well, this is a natural phenomenon consisting of polka dot style formations that have been cropping up around the world and scientists are baffled as to why. Although the ship, there's been a massive chemical leak. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it's been sucked up into like the clouds, it. it's raining down, that's why we get orange spots everywhere. Um, the circular shaped patches of ground have been seen in deserts in Australia and Namibia, but now experts believe they are more widespread than originally thought. Known as fairy circles, there are now 263 known sites across the globe where they can be found. They've been documented in 15 countries across three continents. Ooh. And yet, despite the spread of these anomalies, scientists are still none the wiser about how they actually form. Is that why you didn't give me this article? Because I yeah. had to say anomaly. There you go, you said it. I know what hey. I thought about it. You were <laughs> under pressure though, then. Yeah. Yeah. A team led by environmental scientist Emilio Guirado of the University of Alicante in Spain explained in their paper on the intriguing phenomenon we conducted a global and systematic assessment of fairy circle like vegetation patterns and discovered hundreds of fairy circle like locations on three continents. Our study provides insights into the ecology and biogeography of these fascinating vegetation patterns and the first atlas of their global distribution. So is it something new or is it fairies? I don't think it's fairies. <laughs> Aliens? Hey, hey mate, it's 2023, anything's possible. Several theories have been put forward as to what causes them, including tiny insects, 
termites and plant toxins, but none have been accompanied by any significant evidence, and some have been debunked completely. I'm going with aliens. <laughs> Nesting pods. Oh, don't put your face near it, whatever you do. Is this Day of the Triffids, is it? Could be. <laughs> I wouldn't fancy getting, like, attacked by a carnivorous plant. <laughs> Fairies then, I'm going with fairies. Mm, you're going with fairies. You're going with fairies. I think fairies. the fae are returning. Interesting. By saying, retur- <laughs> by saying returning, you're implying that they did exist? Yep. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. So, new revelation, listeners. I'm surprised you didn't go with aliens. Ben's become a. Uh, there's, some, uh, there's some evidence that suggests they're one and the same. Ah. I think it's some sort of geological something or other. I'm going to... <laughs> Actually, seriously, I think that some kind oh, of so weird chemical leak might be an issue. Yeah. Acid rain kind of style, <laughs> almost. Yeah. yeah. Look out for fairy circles. Mm. Finally, Pete. Okay. A lot of vaginas in this episode. That's two articles we've had. So women are being warned... Not to vacuum their period. Oh my god! I As thought it was during people... your period, but that, I, I, it, no, no, actually vacuum it. As fuck's sake. Two people have been hospitalised. Wow! So a, a, a nurse has warned women never to try this worrying new trend, which can be seriously seriously harmful. Clearly, yes. So over the last few months, medical professionals have been warning women to stop doing all sorts of strange things with their vaginas. Yes, you've bought a few of these to draw attention in the past. From inserting lush bath bombs <laughs> in for their pleasure and wow. putting garlic in their privates as well to try and cure yeast infections. Yep, thought you'd have heard it all. But it seems that it's not. You haven't heard it all because women are getting fucking hoovers! And trying to hoover out their periods by the oh, sounds of things. Haven't so, guys yeah. hoovered their cocks before? For no, I haven't. <laughs> dudes have stuck their cocks in vacuum yeah, cleaners. Some, some dudes have, I haven't. Dudes, well, I wouldn't say they were dudes. <laughs> they, were, they were certainly examples of men. Have <laughs> <laughs> put their penises in vacuum cleaners before, yes. Men have, you know, the responsible for tripping over or falling on anti-tank shells, for example. They don't put their cocks in anything. Sort of killer. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the, there's there's two women, one nineteen and one twenty three, have both been hospitalised due to trying this after seeing it, seeing a woman revealing it in a viral fucking post on Twitter, which has now been made private. But yeah, the tweet the tweet explained how women have been using a Hoover to attempt to suck up the blood and make the periods end early. She wrote, "Ladies, please stop using your vacuum hose." And end to end your period, it's not going to happen. You're going to suck it out all your fucking insides instead. Thank you very much. That's what's going to happen. You are going to give yourself fucking internal hemorrhaging. Seriously. Well, yeah, it could suck your uterus through the what? vaginal opening, couldn't what? it? And it, it could prolapse. Prolapse. That's the yeah. word I was looking for. That's just not, you're just asking for prolapse. But I just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I don't really think we need to say much more on no, this No, I feel one. a bit funny, actually. Well, yeah, it makes me feel a little bit... And I don't even have a fucking fanny. Yeah. Oh, sorry, a vagina. A lady garden. A lady garden. Fanny's a butt in America, isn't it? Yeah, it so is. I do have a butt. A bottom. 
Would you, would you put a hoover up there to maybe cure a, hem, cure a hemorrhoid? That's just going to suck it out and make it bigger. <laughs> Nothing's going up my butt, especially not a fucking hoover or a vacuum. Have you ever had the doctor do it? You must have. Of course I have, and it's fucking horrible. It's terrible. Especially when your doctor's six foot fucking four, hands like Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, was that just a Sasquatch doctor? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I went and saw him in the forest. <laughs> there's only one, there's only one doctor I want doing my prostate exam. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Dr. Sasquatch. <laughs> It's like a timber hospital. No, no, it's just under the canopy of the trees. Yeah. Out in the nature, you know. Under the moonlight. Yeah, he, there was a there was like a, a felled tree that made a perfect stoop so I could just bend over that. It was brilliant. He made it comfortable for me. He cupped, he cupped my head with his other hand. That's nice of him. Was it... Like leathery and furry at the same time. Yes, but very soft. Yeah. Obviously, Doctor Bussard has excellent tasting hand cream. <laughs> yeah, it's called Come Off Some Own Guy. Yeah. Never heard of that one. <laughs> <laughs> right. On that bombshell. On that bombshell. Thanks for listening. And the ghosts don't tell me to drink. Just the other voices in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my thanks for listening, peace out, may the force be with you. Uh, I'll be fair, let's not discriminate against small teeth. Definitely not. All the people's been good. Yeah. And I've been Pete. Yeah, have a nice week. Take care, everyone. <laughs>